0: I'll keep it, I'll keep, are you recording? Yeah. I'll keep it quick because we've got a big show.
1: Yeah, we've got a massive show. And so, you know,
0: I used to play in bands, right? Yeah. I've started a new band, it's called 909 Megabytes. Okay. We haven't got a gig yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. A boom! Come got on, start it, Paige! Is that, is that really a boom? Nah. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're hearing other voices as well, which we'll get to in just a moment because yes, it is time to get started. Start the music, man, come on. Hang on a second, I'm going to find it again. It's been a week since we did this last. True. Right. All right. Reading. Yes! Yeah. That's better. Attack Come on. commences in 60 seconds. Welcome to the Game on AUS podcast. This is episode 57. I'm in heaven, mate. Yeah, you and you in know in it's coming, don't you? This is bloody games. Yes, yes. I do. Uh, look, a little bit different. We're still going to have the top three bits of news, but we've dropped a couple of other things because we have a massive chat to get to. More on that in just a moment. The fourth annual Perth Games Festival is happening the 25th of November. The guys behind it, Brett Cullen and Brooke Lonville, are going to join us in... this podcast, and they're going to hang around for the entire show as well, because we've got a lot to talk about, including the controversy surrounding PUBG, still in early access, but it's up for a Game of the Year awards nomination, can you believe that? Uh, The most downvoted post in history has come out of EA's camp, and worthy of it as well, because it's all surrounding this loot box controversy, it has really taken it off, the community... Is together on something for a change. We'll get to that in just a moment, plus everything else. Are you ready, Daddy Boy? I'm ready, buddy! Go, let's it! One, two, one, two, game on!
2: Game on! It's game time!
1: Excellent! Game on! Game on!
0: It's game time! Excellent! Boom. There's still a couple of stunned mullets in the studios going, What just happened yeah, then just as happened? we sing and dance our way through that awesome
1: intro. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the Game On AUS podcast. Game on. Why do we do this, Dan?
0: Because we bloody love gaming, Pete. You know what else we bloody
1: love? Bloody gaming. Couldn't agree more. Yep. Hey, uh, you did mention, yes, a couple of uh, stun mullets in here are what they just witnessed, <laughs> which you're going <laughs> to see a, a massive, <laughs> fabulous montage at the end of the year uh, through this video camera that you, uh, you're putting in here every week, Dan, which is yep. lovely to see. Cool. But uh, it's our pleasure to welcome Brett Cullen and Brooke Longville to the Game on AUS podcast. Hi, guys. Thanks Hi, how are you? Thanks, It's an absolute pleasure. Uh, you guys are behind the fourth annual Perth Games Festival. We'll get to that in just a moment. We've got a few. Of the usual weekly things we have to get through first, a big shout-out and hello to our uh, tech sponsor, PLE Computers, bloody marvellous people. Here, they mate. helped
0: out my brother-in-law on the weekend. Your co- computer, bloody bang. You're kidding. I said, go down to PLE and look for Jono, mate.
1: And yeah. they didn't well, find Jono,
0: They found someone else. But... <laughs>
1: Speaking of Jono, yeah. actually, um, I've been talking to him during the week, oh, yeah? and we've got some very special plans. You know this gaming PC that they threw yeah. my way to sort of you know get yeah. stuck into this stuff? Well, they want to rotate it, but they want to rotate it, and he said, we've got something really powerful for you mate oh sweet right now it's going to be a series of videos over time we're talking yep. more about that as we speak but yep. we'll get to that cool um, as usual game on aus.com Nick Holland regular contributor to the community and now on the website as well he's written a mate. great story about the golden age of gaming have yes. you read it I have read it yes fantastic awesome read Really good story. Uh, Kai Sherple, you bloody beauty, <laughs> just smashing out the posts of the game on AUS Facebook page. He's a
0: marvel, that man.
1: He is an absolute a marvel. marvel. Uh, and look, you know, I can't say enough. Um, thank you and hello to all the guys like, you know, your Chris Inglises, your Johnny Gs, your bloody uh Charlie Caines, Yeah, right, mm. who are just, just fabulous across the Facebook page. And they're also taking it upon themselves to really run the game on AUS closed groups as well. God Mode and Destiny 2. Clan, you can also find that on Bungie. We're this close to oh level three in the clan. Oh, really? Is, yeah, 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 cool. It's bloody marvelous. All right, shall we get stuck into this? We shall. All right, top bit of news number one. Uh, Brett, Brooke, thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely, cool. and uh, thank you so much for, for uh, at short notice saying yes to hanging around because, well, you know, you're, you're mad gamers. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, Brett, you're wearing a Star Wars shirt today. Yeah. and the second, it's, a,
2: it's a tasteful one, right? It
1: is a very tasteful
2: one. It's bloody awesome.
1: And the second that I said we want to talk EA and loot box controversy, Star Wars Battlefront 2, you're like, don't <laughs> even get me started. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the whole point of today, to oh, get you started. Well, it, I'll
2: yeah. get started,
1: yeah. All right, beautiful.
2: <laughs> um, now, the fourth annual Perth Games Festival, it's November 25th. Mm-hmm. Take us through it. Great. Uh, so, the Perth gaming community is, is really strong. Uh, and we definitely bat above our weight in terms of the things that we could produce here, uh, the talent we have, the Perth game show is, game festival, sorry, is our way to show the rest of the state and ideally the world, mm. what we can do here. Um, so it's the fourth time we're running it. Uh, it's been run by Let's Make Games. So that's mm. our local community group that we, uh, you know, we try to run different events and we try and be sort of community focused yeah. and that kind of thing. How uh, long
1: has Let's Make Games been around for?
2: Oh, that's a good question. Quite a long time. We're, long we're, long we're reasonably new we are totally to rookies. Let's Make Games. Yeah, Absolute yeah. rookies this year. So where did Let's make, Let's make
1: Games play? Let's start this from the beginning. Sure. Where'd that, yep.
2: where'd that uh, come from? Uh, a bunch of developers way back in the day went, hmm, there's a bunch of other internationally focused community groups for games developers. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, there's some strings with that. You know, do we need to have something like that? Yep. And let's start it with that. So mm. if you go to letsmakegames.org, mm-hmm. you can actually look at the history of Let's Make Games, including all the founding members mm-hmm. and the various cycling members that have come through, because you know, game development is a is a grueling task. So. Yeah.
1: And even more grueling in this country. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. A little while ago on one of the podcasts, we spoke to Daniel Visser from Wicked Witch Software, mm-hmm. the guys behind AFL Evolution and the NRL games and stuff like that, and he was lambasting this country's NBN and internet yeah. and all that sort of oh stuff, and actually said it as said it as embarrassing. Basically, those were the words that he used. Mm-hmm. Because um, what
0: was it? It was it was quicker for them to no. There was a sound guy in Brisbane who would send his files via post. Oh yeah, uh, yeah I've got, a I can give you an anecdote about that. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, really? yeah, yeah. I have yeah. a friend
2: a that was. Experiment. Yeah, I have a friend that worked in three D. And he was doing a lot of modeling for Southeast yeah. Asian car companies. Because most of the cars you see in those are yeah. fake. They're CG. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, was qu- it was looking like it was going to be quicker for him to get the hard drive, get a ticket to China, fly over, <laughs> get off the plane, go to the business, Jesus. hand over the hard drive than it was to upload here. So this was about 2012, <laughs> right? Yeah. And that was on cable. So he ended up using one of the university's wireless connections. But it's pretty staggering that the future of the creative industries of Australia, not just WA, but Australia, are relying on this connection yeah. to the outside world. I think the world,
0: and I think the world's finding out pretty quickly, or the world, when it's Australia more, more like, mm. we're finding out that it's not, I mean, gamers have been complaining about internet connections for years, yeah. but we're all starting to find out, holy shit, this impacts everyone. Yeah. Streaming, yeah, work, you know, play, bloody mm. gaming. I mean, it gaming, it's not logo. just email. No, yeah.
1: And exactly. I think for me, the, the hardest thing to deal with is that, you know, like you guys understand as well, when you're running these sorts of communities that are so heavily reliant on online, on digital, and you're trying to compete with the best in the world, mm. you know, because when, when I'm trying to, to broadcast on Twitch or doing a stream or something like that, yep. like I'm I am doing PUBG, but it's it's 720, mm-hmm. it's a little pixelated, if that, if that right? Mm. Like it's, and it's, it's tough because I'm going up against you know, Twitches from the US, Europe, 400 megabit connections, gigabit connections, all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff, who can stream in HD yeah. or 4K, and it looks just magnificent, crisp, yeah. beautiful, you know? Yeah. So um, yeah. with it's- a country that the government is, is built on, this whole idea of let's innovate, let's innovate, let's innovate, and then they don't actually want to do it themselves? It's a bit lip service, but that's, I mean, yeah. that's
2: what Let's Make Games is about, is that we have so much talent here, and with the internet, you can access that, those games, that talent. You know, we can work remotely on larger projects. So yeah. Black Lab Games just released Battlestar Galactica Deadlock.
1: Yeah, they're right? a Perth-based oh. company, right? They are, yeah. Yes. yeah. yeah. Paul
2: Turbott was yeah. one of the original game developers here in WA. You know? So that kind of license is, even though you know, Battlestar Galactica finished 10 years ago, it's still a resonating license. And mm. for someone like uh, in Perth here to get that license, perfect. You know, it's going really well. You've got other games constantly coming out. So another yeah. company, uh, ByteSprite, just released Ash. You've got um, Jacob Generica doing Paradigm. There's heaps of games coming out. All of those guys and girls have demoed at Perth Game Festival over the last few years. Mm-hmm. So it's wow. a great way Fantastic. to get in just before that. Yeah, um, And with the advent of things like VR, so virtual reality, yep. and AR, augmented reality, like Pokemon Go, that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, I saw
1: the most amazing augmented reality at the League of Legends uh, Worlds Tournament. Yeah? The, yeah, overlooking the stadium, right? And obviously you can't see that while you're in the stadium, but mm-hmm. they had it up on the screens. They brought in one of the dragons. Oh, really? Right? And the dragon came down, it perched itself on the top of the stadium, Roared and then dropped into the stadium and flew over the crowd. That's right, right? That's right. and just oh my! It was. In, I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a spectacle to see all of that through AR. Well,
2: that's the thing. Once you get the contact lenses right, and everyone can oh, see all that yes. stuff, we're all together. Gonna get you by buses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, because the buses will be self-driving, right? Yeah, it's of course. Of yeah. AR, Way of the future.
1: Um, so let's talk about fourth annual Perth Games Festival mm. itself. Yeah. Uh, where is it? How many people attend? Uh, what are we going to see when we get there?
3: Okay, so it's at the Perth Town Hall. Um, and usually we get anywhere from 1,500 to 2,500 people attend. Um, you're going to see a whole spectrum of different games in the main hall, like from PC, um, VR, etc. Then, if um, if you stick around for a little bit longer there's actually a whole heap of local board games that are going to be played and demonstrated at the library just across the way. Uh, oh, so awesome. we're going to have a big yeah. chill-out zone over there. So, you know, if if it's getting a bit too much for you with all the crowds and interesting stuff, you can go over and check out some other interesting stuff in the peaceful zone. Yeah. Um, it's going to be amazing.
2: Yeah, right. And we've also got um, talks as well. So one good one, because it's a very family-friendly uh, setup. So we want everyone to be involved because the tools for making games have been democratized. You can download, you can download on a you can get tutorials and help. It's really easy to make games. Mm. And kids love making games, mm. right? There's a talk on children and games. So mm. talking about you know, how kids can get involved, but also you know, the risks involved, because mm-hmm. you know, the community can be not so great. Mm. Um, talks about world building, talks about narrative building. There's also a talk on development 101. So how mm. to get started and some um, advice and experience from current developers. So that's the community focus. You know, we want, we want mm. everyone to make games. Because it's Yeah, easy. of course. It's pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. Making a good game, that's hard. Yeah. But, but making a game is easy. I've know? actually
0: wanted to do this for a little while. Do a, um, for our community on Facebook, maybe, you know, What's your game b- your best gaming idea? Yeah. You know, I've, I've yeah. had ideas for games in the past and well, never knew how to do it, but this is a
2: perfect uh, mechanism to go and find out. Global Game Jam is happening in January next year. Yep. So we had that here in Perth yep. last year. Yep. Again, battered above our weight, had something like 35 games come out of us. Yeah, right. So that was um, 48 hours continuous of game development. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, a lot of those people that were at that kind of event are the people demoing games at Yeah, cool. I think it was
1: um, a little while ago... Uh, Uh, Michael Chu from Shadowplay Studios. Mm -hmm. Uh, We had him on here because he was was nominated for a Games Award at PAX. Um, And uh, that was essentially where he got his start. Like, he was doing a bit of developing, but it was at one of these global game jams. And the stuff he was telling me about this, where you get to actually see guys who are Mm -hmm. developing a game on the fly, was just mind-blowing. It's it's a spectacle.
2: That's the thing, is that... It's uh, so a goat simulator. You guys oh, will yeah. play that? Oh man, well, we, that's we an, dropped it's a vid- an accidental game. Right? We
1: dropped a video uh, on the game on Aus Facebook page a little while ago about about Goat Simulator, mm-hmm. and it just looks spectacular. It's
2: yeah. amazing, and that's a that's a game jam game. So there's, there's always game jams going online, yeah. so you don't need to be in a place to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so what that is, is it's that, it's, you know, it's blooding you. It's making you make games within a really short time frame. So you can't go, oh, it's not perfect. It's like, yeah. just make it. Just yeah. yeah. make yeah. your own
3: creativity. Because yeah. often it's when you take a step back and edit yourself that you run out of, you know, you, you cull all your good stuff. Mm. You know, the best yeah. stuff comes from the gut.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what's well, right, it does, yep. yeah.
1: That's so right. um let's uh let's talk tickets real quick. Uh free entry, free. free entry. Absolutely it's free. Wow. Absolutely free. So it's we're running from
2: up. ten AM to five PM. Mm-hmm. There'll be stuff going on the whole day. Yep. Um, it's upstairs and downstairs, oh, yeah. and then across at the library. It's a beautiful building too. The pet yes, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, and there's badges for yes. all the people who
3: like to catch everything. There's uh-huh. like this badge quest thing where you go and visit all the different stalls and you collect all these different badges. Yeah, oh, like fantastic. so it's free and you get badges. badges. Awesome! <laughs> I mean, awesome. Oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, Okay, so the (laughs) (laughs) 4th Annual
1: Perth Games Festival, uh, get along to it. Is there a a Facebook page and everything, an event if people want to go for more information?
2: Yeah, we need to search for Perth Game Festival on Facebook. Uh, There's Perth Game Fest on Twitter. Um, Keep an eye out because they are going out now. Right, so
1: 25th of November, get along to it if you're in Perth. If you're making way across uh, from the eastern states or anywhere else in the country... Um, yep you got yourself a week to do it or so and it's going to be incredible make sure you uh you catch up on it. Now um you mentioned things just coming from the gut when it comes to games development. I think there is there is no uh greater example of that at the moment than the history behind Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay um Player Unknown, Brendan Green, like the guy who was basically uh he was doing mods essentially. Yep. Um was it H1Z1? And
2: yeah. um
1: DayZ as Day-Z. well. Yeah, Z. Yeah. All right. So this leads into top bit of news number two. H one Z one and Day and DayZ, and it was just something that he was like, "I'm going to have a bit of fun with this," and now it's blown out to two million concurrent players. That's why I couldn't get on last That's night. That's too many
3: uh, PUBG widows. <laughs> 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 My wife is also one of those. And me.
2: <laughs> oh, I but, hate uh, PUBG.
1: Look, this this in particular is it's gotta be the jewel in the crown so far, but it also comes with a little bit of controversy. It'd be great to get your opinions on it guys. Mm-hmm. Um the Game Awards 2017 nominees, exactly the games as you'd expect. Horizon Zero Dawn, the most nominations up for Game of the Year. Mm-hmm. Best Game Design, Best Narrative, Best Art Direction, and Lead Voice Actress, Ashley Birch. Uh, beautiful, game. beautiful She plays Alloy. Yep. And uh, yeah, absolutely beautiful game. Mm-hmm. Magnificent. Um, it's been nominated for Best Performance as well. Other candidates for Game of the Year are The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Course. Definitely a tick. It's got game. your vote, right? Definitely got my vote. Mm. I love that game. Mm. Sick. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey. It's very recent, isn't it? Very it's recent. Very very recent.
0: Um, I did this last year, though. Remember that there was a game that came out last year that got nominated, pretty much as it got released. Yeah. I can't remember can't... which game that yeah. was, yeah, for but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: but uh, yeah, Super Mario Odyssey, uh, Persona Five. And most controversially, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, mm. which is a game that is still in early access. So uh, for those of you who don't know enough about it, the full version, version 1.0, is coming out the 12th of December. Uh, it's going to coincide with the release of extra maps, the desert map. Um, and the death of my marriage. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of marriages out there. Yep. Uh, vaulting yep. is going to be a, a full part of the game, but that's currently in public test is, yeah. as we speak. Um, but, uh, and also on Xbox, you're going to be able to play it too. So it's going to be released oh, there. Thank God. But um, <laughs> yeah, you're finally going to be able to get involved, mate. But uh, look, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, early access as a Game of the Year nominee, mm. Let's go around the table. Brett, we'll
2: start with you. What do you think? There's enough of a game there to qualify, I think. It's janky and unpolished, but man, is it fun. You know, it's yeah. really fun. And it is, it's kind of like what happened with MOBAs with Dota, right? Where it's kind of inventing or like uh, elevating a genre, right? Mm-hmm. You suddenly got these battle, that's battle royale genre. Yeah. Setting aside the fact that Fortnite has been made, which has its own little issues there because it's an epic game and you know? Yeah. PUBG's on. Are
1: they still looking to sue Fortnite for battle royale? Well,
2: I don't know. From what I know of the agreements of if you come on to as a, as an Unreal developer, there you get support, right? Yeah. You get in-house support and in-engine customizations all that kind of stuff. So I was like, "Hmm, that's a bit interesting." Mm. But suddenly there's a free super polished game mode. It's essentially the same thing. But you could say the same the evolution of you know DayZ and... Asian. But it's a genre,
1: isn't it? That's right. See, that's yeah. the thing. Like I, you know, racing's a genre, but you don't see Forza going up and suing GT, for example. Exactly. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah.
2: But it's a. I think it's the in-house thing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. On Unreal Engine and Epic have released it. It's mm-hmm. a bit a bit incestuous in some yes. ways. Yeah. you Yeah. Know? Yep. Yeah. But it's it's damn fun. All yeah. right. So you're
1: you're you're a yes. Cool yeah. for it. I'm right? terrible at it, but it's awesome. Brooke. <laughs>
3: yeah. Well, I reckon if it's that addictive, then it's got something going for it. Like you know, sometimes you can't predict what's going to have the right chemistry and it sounds like judging by a survey of my husband and friends and all of our other friends and the the breakdown of their marriages as well um, (laughs) that it's a really really popular game and it's got something that they were crying out for I mean when Rust was you know Mm. being played a while ago I lost my husband for a couple of weeks then Mm. and it was just pure addiction and heck if you find it just do it and yeah. it doesn't matter how long it's been there just um yeah. it sounds like it's worthy of it so yeah
1: mm.
0: dan i am a big believer in hype and this game has been hyped within an inch of its life yeah. without ever seeing anything about it I, i'm not being a, a pc gamer i've not met a it yet but i've seen chicken dinner yeah i've seen <laughs> yeah even, i even know what that means right and i haven't had yeah. a, a yep. so, so i think that means it's definitely a candidate absolutely yep. um a bit like Microsoft got some of that. I, I, my kids love that game, and yeah. it's just such a unpolished. Um, it's purposely janky. Yeah, that's right. It's yeah, so yeah it's Minecraft. Yeah yeah, yeah,
1: yeah,
3: Minecraft is amazing. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Um, so I think definitely worthy of yes. I was a no up until the rest of the nominations were released. Mm. And when I saw Super Mario Odyssey, like, oh. I went yeah. okay <laughs> because because you know, regardless of early access or not, and my original argument was, okay, I, I don't want to see early access games going for game of the year because we haven't seen the full kit yet. Right, that that was my pure one dimensional argument against it being in there. Mm-hmm. Right, but you can't argue with two million concurrent streamers, um, streamers players. Mm. Right, you can't argue with uh, how it's it's essentially defined a genre, how it's blown up across the world. It's the most popular thing out there. Um, yes,
0: yeah? yeah, defining a genre, it's taken the genre and turned it upon itself. Like the idea yep. of starting with nothing. Yep. Is yeah, is such a simple idea, and that's what I love about it. Is and that,
1: we've
2: had the idea for years, though. I mean, Hunger Games in the movies. It's, like, well, yeah. you know, Going the back to the original Battle Royale movie. Yeah, you know, games, it was start there. With except,
0: nothing. Yeah. Minecraft. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Punch
2: a tree. Punch a cat. Okay. It's, the, it's, it's the Skinner box. Punch of, a tree a <laughs> cat. Skinner yeah. box of progression. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. true. It's just conditioning everything.
1: to go. Yeah. And uh, look, I, I can't wait to touch on that when we get to this this third bit of news about EA because uh, particularly their argument for loot boxes and stuff. But it is that that really that really great feeling of being rewarded. And I, you know what? I think a game of the year game. I think that for me sits at the top of the tree. Yep. As yeah. you play it. What sort of feelings does it give you? You yeah. know, does it give you enjoyment? Does it give you a feeling of being rewarded? Does it challenge you? Hmm. Does it try to try its best to uh, to do it in a way that doesn't strip you of um, dignity? <laughs> dignity, <laughs> dignity of <life. laughs> but also, you know, like I, I think the other argument for me was that. Um, Particularly with the most recent example of of pay to win, mm. right? Which is Star Wars Battlefront Two, essentially, um, this is a game that that gives you everything that everybody from EA is trying to give you, mm. but they do it in a way that isn't going to to destroy the integrity of playing the game. Yeah. Yeah. you know, because
2: um, there are loot boxes in the game. There it's are like glasses and. Skirt, the purple, there's a rare purple skirt that's worth like $900 wow. in the yeah. marketplace for no yeah, other reason wow. that it is a rare commodity. Yeah, yep. But it doesn't help the gameplay, though, does it? It's well, look, the, maybe if you're wearing the purple skirt, yeah, yeah, yeah. you distract
3: people. Yeah, like wow, that's a <laughs> green purple skirt. Can Boom.
1: Yeah. I'll, going, I'll
2: spare him. Yeah. Come and get it. Going up the
1: stairs, <laughs> yeah, someone's behind you. Like, oh, hang on a sec, <laughs> bang. Nobody mentioned the length of the skirts, <laughs> it's, it's, it's mid thigh, yeah, right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Now, look, let's let's get into this, because this is the one we really want to sink our mm-hmm. teeth into. Uh, and look, good luck, just quickly, to all of the, the Game of the Year Awards nominees. Um, we'll start this off as the top bit of news number three. EA can now lay claim to having the most downvoted post in Reddit history by a ridiculous country mile. 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 Uh, I think... Now, look, the different um, facts and figures that you sort of see around the place are... For twenty thousand, for yeah. thirty thousand, for forty thousand, let's just call it a call cool half a million. Yep, because over round, this round up over this weekend, it's it's oh, going to hit go that in. without a yeah. doubt. The the astounding thing is the most downvoted uh, vote before this or post before this had only hit twenty five thousand mm-hmm. from a guy whose post was literally saying, "Let's see if I can get the most downvotes yeah. in Reddit." <laughs> <laughs> it
2: was That's like right. a, it was it was a it was a tourist destination to go in. Downvote that post, and then yeah, yeah that remember. was it. Yeah,
1: never before have we seen the gaming community come together. No, in such a a a voice as this. Yeah. Yeah. EA EA, the company itself. Wow, what have you done? Mm. It's as simple as that. What have you done? And this is this is what I'd love to talk about with you guys today because um, I I don't even know quite where to start with this, but I guess yeah. we'll start with the history and the things that we sort of started to see with beta, because we're currently in early access. Mm. Um, I think it's, what is it, November 17th. I think we're a day away yeah, from the full game being released. Yeah,
2: it's early access ends in a week, I think it was. Right. And then, yeah, you can only do 10 hours. I, saw, like I saw it in action the other night.
0: Right. It's I mean, a gorgeous oh, looking it's game.
2: It's beautiful. It is which is beautiful. almost a shame. Isn't that yeah.
1: it, right? That's disappointing, right?
2: Yeah. Because it's, it yeah. is
1: such a beautiful looking game. Yeah. And I didn't but, mind Battlefront 1. I, I really enjoyed playing the early Battlefront. I it thought was, it, was it was great. It was all there, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. See, I didn't like it, but
0: I had shit I think an internet. Right, okay. I really
1: struggled with... Um, yeah. Well, in a game that's basically multiplayer. Yeah,
0: yeah. You, know, you need a you know. good
1: internet. <laughs> um, yeah. So when we, first, when we initially started seeing word of Battlefront 2, the early release announcements and all that sort of stuff, we were very excited because it, it included one thing in particular that the first one didn't have, and that is a campaign mode. Yeah. Now, from everything I'm hearing, the campaign mode is actually quite good. Yeah. You know? Um, So, look, we'll give them that campaign mode. But let's be honest, once you finish the campaign mode, you're in it for the multiplayer. Yeah. That's what's going to keep you around, right? Correct. Now, um, the beta, this is where everything started to blow up up because uh, all of a sudden, we started to see exactly what it was that EA were trying to do with this. Mm. And that is trying to get as much money out of you as they possibly can.
2: Games as a service is how they describe it. Games is Perpetual recurrent income from player base. Oh, my God. Squeeze it. It's all... Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Mm -hmm. How much can we... It's it's essentially the digital version of hanging you upside down and shaking the money out of your pockets. Yeah. Yeah. But you're going, oh, good, this is fun. Yeah.
1: Now, um, (laughs) FIFA, which is another EA property, Mm. right? We spoke about this last week, Dan. Yes. Ultimate Team has raked in over a billion dollars itself. It's its own entity, right? But... In, in EA's, in FIFA, right, you can still play as Messi, mm, okay? Yeah. You can still play as him, but in Ultimate Team you get to unlock the card, uh, it has a value in the marketplace, yeah. all that sort of stuff, right? People started to find out how bad Star Wars Battlefront 2 was when they started to open the early version of it, the beta version, because all of a sudden you're getting into a game where it's a Star Wars game and you can't play as Luke Skywalker or Darth oh. Vader. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Come on! Mm-hmm. Big now mistake. this is where we're going to start with this, guys. Um, Star Wars without Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader—it's
2: no point, right? No, um, there's no point.
3: I, I don't know. I, I really like that chick. She's pretty cool. <laughs>
1: oh yes, which Just one?
3: Saying. You know the one Daisy played.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, Ray. Yeah. Yeah. she's pretty cool. Can you play as Ray?
2: Yeah, yeah, she's in there.
1: She's in there. Is, yeah, she, an early, is she an early unlock?
2: I think it's an exclusive. It's one of the tiers of exclusivity. Yeah, right, really How cool. about Lando Calrissian? Is he in there? He was in the last. He, he was in be. the last one. He's so <laughs> bloody, he be. was right. Cloud City DLC. Uh, I'd play so. as Ray. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got cool hair too. Yeah, yeah. she has. Yes.
1: Now, um, yeah. let's just take you guys through uh, exactly what it's going to cost. Um, if you haven't pre-ordered it, uh, if you don't know this stuff already, all right, we'll we'll talk about exactly how much it's going to cost and. Um, what you get for it, all right? So there's two editions that you can buy on the Origin store at the moment, okay? There's the standard edition, which is up for pre-order for 90 bucks. okay?
2: Mm-hmm. Is that not, That's 90 AED?
1: 90 AED, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, there's the Elite Trooper Deluxe Edition, which is up for $110, okay? Save 10% on this purchase and more um, with Origin Access, mm-hmm. all right, but other things come with that. This is the difference between what you get between these two editions, okay? Battlefront Two, The Last Jedi Heroes, Standard edition, you only get that uh, as the pre-order only. Elite Trooper edition, the deluxe edition, essentially unlocks everything, okay? So it unlocks um, The Last Jedi Heroes, which includes themed looks and epic t- tier star cards for Kylo Ren and Rey, mm-hmm. as well as an upgrade to a new First Order ship and instant access to the Star Wars The Last Jedi Millennium Falcon with updated sounds and appearance, all right? So mm-hmm. you gotta, you got to either pre-order that or you got to pay more for it, yep. all right? Now, this is everything. That you don't get by just getting the standard edition. All right, you got to fork out the extra twenty bucks, and this is before talking about loot crates and everything. Mm. Um, play Star Wars Battlefront 2 early. Okay, pre ordered Star Wars Battlefront 2 Elite Trooper Deluxe Edition. Get a head start on all the action with up to three days early access. Officer Upgrade Pack. Join the fight with the powerful Blurg Double 120 Blaster plus Enhanced Grip Attachment and the Battle Command Fortitude Epic Star Card.
0: Cool. Heavy
1: Upgrade Pack. Take on the toughest enemies with the FWMB 10K Blaster and Barrel Vents Attachment and the Combat Shield Epic Star Card. Assault upgrade pack. Do what assault does best. Charge into battle with an early unlock of the CR2 with a stock modification and the thermal detonator epic star card. Mm. Finally, the specialist upgrade pack instantly unlock the A280 CFE blaster rifle and scope attachment and the trip mine epic star card. Before you're even getting into the game, mm-hmm. they are already saying to you, if you want better weapons, give us a little bit more money. Pay
3: mm. hey, they're just walking in overpowered. They're even marketing it as overpowered. Yeah. Exactly
1: right. Yeah, yeah
0: that's why? not right, is it? Now, no,
1: it's, it's not crazy. right because that takes everything out of why we play games in the first place. Yeah, exactly.
3: The if there's no progression, it' worth it. Yeah, there's
2: there's a theory that I talk about because I'm a games lecturer, right? And it's the theory of flow. Okay, so if you aren't being challenged by a game, you get bored. So what a good game does is, as you master a skill, it gets harder as yes. you master a skill. So it's this constant climb yes. upwards, yes. right? If there's no challenge, and certain types of gamers will enjoy that, right? They just want to put on god mode, all weapons, go nuts. But the majority of players are playing a game because they want a challenge, and they want some kind of reward for it. Yeah, yeah. And that's why the, the psychology behind loot boxes and why the animations are so fancy and the sounds and the lights and the fireworks, they're all engineered to be specifically... Uh, hitting that part of your brain mm. that goes, Wee. Reward. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. that little dopamine. But when they
3: f- get it wrong, Diablo 3, Yep. oh my gosh, you just get tired of loot. You just... Explain just explain everything. that
1: for people who aren't Diablo okay, so, 3 players.
3: So Diablo 3 is basically walk, kill, loot, constantly, yep. you know, mm. spontaneously generating dungeons, etc. Mm. Um, and there's just so much loot, and you just like, yeah, but, you know... You, you just start to question why you even care about it because it's just everywhere. It's just like, it's so easy to get. Why do you care about it? Yeah. And mm. yeah, you lose interest quite fast. This is
1: how it, I'm feeling about destiny Two at the moment, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Cause I, that. I feel like exotics don't mean what they did in the first exactly. one. Exactly. It's just yeah.
3: like being a spoiled kid in a candy store. You just, you just get tired of it because it's like, it's like, I don't have to work for it. It mm. means nothing to me. Yeah. yeah. You don't appreciate the value of stuff. If it's everywhere. Yeah.
1: Yep. So, yeah. Yep. Um, what is the challenge in a game like Star Wars Battlefront 2? Is it unlocking characters or is it uh, being the the number one player in
2: the multiplayer game? Well, there's no, there's no competitive mode like there is in Overwatch or anything like that. Right? No, there isn't. It's so just it's, pure multiplayer. It's, it's intrinsic to the player of how good you want to be. But if you've got that skin or that unlock that only one of, you know, 1 to 10 one in 1 10 people have. have yeah. You can be on the battlefield knowing that people are going, "Oh, look, they've got the Praetorian Guard skin or yeah. whatever." Mhm and they might have a little thrill from that. Mm. But unless that's actually being communicated to the player, it's pointless. Yeah, yeah. You know? But I don't know. You know what? This this process started with the Battlefield series. Mm. So Battlefield 3, 4, Hardline, all that. You could buy all the, you know, the medic class and this, otherwise you had to play and unlock it. So mm. that was internal to the game. That was fine, right? I never unlocked half the stuff because who has time? Oh, yeah. You know? Job, mm-hmm. family, yeah. Yeah. other games that don't require yeah. 700 hours. Yeah. And I've seen it change from what they do with Battlefield to this, like, weird, you know, almost seeing, like, this nefarious tendrils just creeping into the business model of going, games as a service. Yeah. It, oh, God. It's just... Do you think it would change, though, if you could just play Battlefield, Battlefront 2 for free? Well, oh,
1: okay. Um... Yes, and the reason why I say that is because I've seen that model work so well for so long with mobile games.
2: Yeah, yeah. All right,
1: games. Exactly. You can download for free, right? As the the light version of the app, mm. and you can you can you know um, you've got access to pretty much everything about the game at the basic level, like everybody does. Everybody starts at the you know, and then if you want to throw a few dollars at it and, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So if I didn't have to fork out, and I think I think as gamers we've sort of been engineered over time as well, to expect a certain amount of game play or game integrity from the amount that we're spending on it. Yeah. Right? So for me, $80 or $100 is a steep price to play, to pay, Mm. knowing that somebody in there who spent $150 is going to wipe me on the battlefield. And it's up front as well. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Or have a better experience with that same game. That's, I think, that's the rub for me is that someone can play and go, aha, I'm super powerful. And I'm like, well, I just want to play for an hour or so. because that's all I have. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't want to get stomped for every minute. No, that's right, yeah. And there's so, no
0: grind, right? Like you, it's too I think hard there is.
2: There is a grind, grind but
1: though. the grind is ridiculous, yeah, right? Yeah. So, um, the I'll, I'll walk you guys through the grind because this is the great <laughs> thing about Reddit. <laughs> People have spent so much time Statisticians lately. Are exactly. Do <laughs> breaking down the math. Um, so, uh, let's go through this, right? Um, this is from a Redditor called The Hotter Potato. Um, he <laughs> yeah. says, Loot crates can be bought with credits earned in game or with crystals bought with real world cash. So, that's how this works, right? You buy crystals. Crystals. Um, I think twelve thousand crystals is something like a hundred and twenty bucks.
2: I'm going to assume you're going to have money left over, crystals left over, because that's the business model. Yes, you are. Yeah. I right.
1: Guess. So, and this is something we touched on last week's podcast as well. The way that right. a lot of these people sort of generate, like, uh, like I know with the PlayStation Store. Right when you mm. buy something yep. worth seven dollars and you've got nothing in your wallet, it asks your bank account for ten bucks. Yep. So you've still got three dollars left over. You go, what the fuck am I going to do with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's better, better let... get
2: another ten bucks. Exactly. Right. Mm, yep. yeah. So, uh... but at least, at least with PlayStation Store, it's money, right? What Xbox did with Microsoft points was that, but it's the same thing that's happening here, where they're obscuring the relationship between the money you're handing over yeah. and the value you're getting. back. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you feel that? Credits. Did you feel that, Dan?
1: Yeah. With Xbox Store. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I had stupid amounts of just like 136 points left over, and you can never do anything with that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I ended up removing my credit card from Microsoft. I actually go and buy the voucher now when I need to update my gold membership because I just don't trust them. like, (laughs) there's too many times that things were getting charged. and I was like, what? You know, like, you know, so
1: yeah. Um, Since EA and DICE have decided to move SWBF2 to giving credits earned based on time played rather than the old system of awarding you with credits based on score earned in a match, I thought I would do an analysis of the time spent playing the Galactic Assault mode during the EA access period. Please note that credits in challenges are not factored into these numbers. So he goes on to say, average Galactic Assault mode match length is about 10 minutes. Uh, he says, in my opinion, this needs to increase by at least a factor of two, maybe more. Average credits per match you get are 250. Okay. Um, average credits per minute of gameplay, he's worked out to be around about 25. Gameplay minutes required to earn a Trooper Crate. Hundred and fifty-seven.
2: That's the lowest tier of crate, right? Hang on, minutes.
1: Minutes. So two and a half hours Dude. to earn a crate. One crate, right? Okay. And right. crate, crate at that. Right, but the thing is with <laughs> right. Well, with the crates, the only thing is like you don't know you when you get them. You don't necessarily get credits out of them. You get a crate, but you might pick up some cosmetic items. You might mm. pick up some uh, scrap to build items and stuff like that.
2: I oh, yeah. said, so there's crafting as well.
1: There's crafting as well.
2: Ooh. Holy, they are just Tell bringing in everything to right. bear, aren't they?
1: So you don't necessarily actually get credits out of it. So you're essentially like buying, like if you want to pay for stuff, you're still you're still gambling that money away because mm. your roll might not actually produce something towards your end game mm. result that yeah. you want. Oh which my is, gosh,
3: it's just like those little boxes that you buy, you mm. know, like with collectibles. Yeah, yeah, of, yeah. yeah. It's going to be in there, yep. it's trading cards. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, uh, that's such
1: a good point because oh I mean, you think about it: Pokemon cards, Magic the Gathering, all that stuff—they've been oh. doing
2: this for years. Going back yeah. to Ghostbusters yeah. cards, and you know, so yeah, a yeah. pack of Batman Returns, cards. right? Yeah,
1: um, gameplay. At least, at
2: least you got bubblegum with those. Yeah, that's, was, true. You know? that's true. That's true. Yeah. Didn't last crap. long, yeah. but it was there. Uh,
1: um, it was this, bad. this is where it it blows you away. Right now, um, this was done during the the beta access. Okay, so at this point. Um, Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader were locked behind 60,000 credits oh, to oh, unlock.
3: That's just Yeah. That's Hang on. So that's wrong.
2: thousands and thousands of hours, right? Yes
1: it is. It's it is let's go through this, right? Gameplay minutes required, and keep this in mind because they uh, EA literally just yesterday or the day before announced that yeah yeah, because of all of the controversy and stuff like they don't say those words Mm. but they've gone hey (laughs) we've listened right we've listened to the community so we're going to drop it by seventy five percent so they're down to fifteen thousand odd credits now okay but
2: they dropped the amount of credits you get by fifty percent yes they did yes they did twenty five percent difference
1: and actually just while we're on the whole point of quietly. They also quietly removed the refund button from the EA store (laughs) and Origin store, Mm -hmm. right? So to actually refund, I think you have to go around about the long way of getting in touch with them and then waiting for customer service and support to get back to you.
2: Which is very easy to fudge the time on. Yes, (laughs) it is. Call center, don't answer anything for an hour. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, very easy. That's right. Um,
1: So let's keep this to the 60,000-odd, right? Gameplay minutes required to unlock one hero. 2,363.
2: You doing the math on that?
1: Do the math. Yeah. Or
3: two marriages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So at the current price of 60,000 credits, it will take you 40 hours of gameplay.
2: Or how much money? Who's got 40 hours? Um, I have 40 yeah. hours over four weeks. Right.
1: So let's go around the room. So you've got 40 hours over what you reckon A four month, weeks. Yeah. right? And that's not if you're, that's if you're not playing other games as that's well. That's just
2: right? this game.
3: It depends on what I've been doing at the time. I have gone up to 40 hours in my heyday. Oh
2: yeah, nice. back in the day, reading
3: with American World of Warcraft guilds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. sure.
0: Dan, what's that? M- most hours you got? Forty hours, you know, to play on something like Banjo Kazooie. I have, yeah, <laughs> but that was over many, many months. Yeah, yeah. 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 We're talking a hu- almost a hundred hours, by the way.
1: Whoa, of right. gameplay. So for me, I'm going to say for me, not a chance. I am. Huh. It is a long time before I'm unlocking those characters. Yes, yeah, sir. So. Uh-huh. Now the argument that they use is that we want to create a sense of achievement for the people wanting. But you know what? I think a sense of achievement is maybe... This This is my solution for it, right? And this is what I consider a sense of achievement is. And Nintendo, I feel, does this very, very well. Mm. They give you the character and then you unlock other bits about the character. Yeah. Okay? So for me, give us Luke Skywalker straight off the bat and then lock it behind a paywall, do whatever you want, but lock away... um, uh, Darkness Luke Skywalker
2: Yeah well do do Like Luke Skywalker A New Hope Farm Boy Luke Skywalker Right yeah. And then Return of the Jedi In all black Is like a, a, Down the line right yeah or, yeah or Luke missing a hand And then yes.
0: you know Pay your thing And you get, get a robotic hand yeah. Boom Yeah <laughs> oop,
2: oop, oop. Is there going
3: to be like An Anakin Skywalker Missing all his limbs Well oh,
2: oh, yeah, yeah. Torso Skywalker That's like goat edition. simulator He'll just be flopping around The battlefield yeah. I hate
1: you <laughs> Try to lick stuff <laughs> I have the high ground. Either that
3: or or give you an allowance of how many hours like rati, that you, you can use that character. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it R- rent them out. As we yeah, said in a previous highly. podcast, we think EA Sports is just full of marketing people who oh, are totally. seen it as a cash cow. Totally. And there's a meme going around. There's um a guy milking a cow and the cow's head Star Wars and then the um yeah. I think the others are Disney and the, yeah, yeah. and the actual meat part is EA. Yeah, but um, Favorite ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's our <So>, marketing guy. <laughs> and it, it beggars belief that these people either haven't consulted with gamers or the gamers haven't had a say in this because it's just it goes against everything gaming's ever been built on. I but it's, feel
2: it's not gaming anymore, no, it's just it's not, business. Yeah. The profit margin speaks for itself. Battlefront 2 will sell. Because not everyone's on Reddit, right? Yeah. So not a lot of people will see. Well, and it's the
0: of the beauty of it. Like I looked at it. it, it looks like, I'm a Star Wars nerd. I looked. At it, I was like, oh, I have to have that game. Hmm. Despite everything in my head's been going, no, I'm not buying
2: that game. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to fight the power. Yeah, fuck you, EA. And <laughs> then
0: here I am going, yeah, I'm probably going to
2: buy. it. But that's the thing, right? It's it's that that what's the dark side, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's maybe that's very what, good. maybe right? they're all sitting
0: there going, how can we make it? That, you know, it's a dark yeah. side. Yeah. So like, it, it's
2: it's their marketing machine is a behemoth. Yeah. Right. But you, you get a step back. They just closed Visceral Studios.
1: Yes, they did, and then
2: acquired another studio the next week.
1: Now, Visceral Studios was working on a single-player Star Wars yeah. game. I think
2: after *Ruskin um, 1616* or something got cancelled. Yeah, yeah, apparently they were picking it up. Yeah, right. And the who was the studio that they acquired?
1: Oh, off the top of my head, I can't. But tell they were
2: you. also working on a Star Wars game.
1: Now, this is EA yeah. acquiring them or mm, Disney EA. acquiring them? EA. Right. Okay.
2: So I think they were working off license with the idea of trying to bring it to them and go, hey, we've done this thing with Star Wars. It's always a risky prospect. But the fact that they've shuttered uh, one successful developer, they brought us the Dead Space series. And if you look at Dead Space 1, Mm. amazing game, right? Like rich, deep, thematic. And you skip ahead to Dead Space 3, where they started, they they dipped their foot in the water of games as a service. So Dead Space 3 had loot boxes and progression unlocks and... All this nefarious shit that's just mm. embedded in there going, mm. hey, if you spend five bucks, you could be doing this instead. And there's, there's all those psychological principles. You know, it's, it's mm. FOMO. It's fear of missing out. Right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's all that principle. Yeah. Well, who was, the, who was the studio
1: that um, just got outed? Was it Activision that just got outed? Uh, there was one Oh God. What was it? Who was it? I can't remember who exactly it was, but it was one studio that just got outed because they had acquired a trademark for a type of matchmaking process. Oh, was oh, Activision, yeah. Yes, Activision, right. And that the process was um, yeah. that uh, uh, they can matchmake a... a um, we're talking about in-game hours here, right? So they can matchmake a younger player with somebody who's got a lot more experience, a lot more loot, a lot better things to virtually manipulate them into going, mm-hmm. wow, how cool is all of yeah. that guy's stuff? I want
3: that. I want that. Right.
1: Yeah. And then put in pay walls and stuff like that. and hey, I
3: and- money, Mark! Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right? I was going to say, is that Overwatch? Because, like, seriously, we found ourselves, you know, in the worst groups. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Oh, yeah,
2: so, yeah. I think Overwatch Who is a whole other podcast. This? I haven't done my placements oh. this season yet. Man, <laughs> I, Stuck in the salt mines. I went
1: through my placements the other night over a couple of nights and I went eight and two. And I think they've I think they've mucked around with the matchmaking system again. I haven't seen them come out and say yes or no because I know they did that with season 6 from mm. season 5, but I don't know whether or not they've done it, but it felt it felt different this time around. However, 8 and 2, I still placed gold on 2144.
2: That's about where I was. Right. At, yeah. And
1: it, it's just for me that kind of blew me away a little bit because I was expecting to place 17, 18 Mm. If I was lucky, yeah. Um, because I know they take into account the way you actually play your character around the field, and they've got hidden points
2: that contribute to that. Yeah, it's how close you are to the team, and I am assuming there's a lot of metrics you'd have to build in to measure that. But yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel I feel Overwatch. Look, I know loot boxes are are a bit rough with Overwatch as well, but I. I feel like Overwatch has probably done it best out of the majority of them. Yeah, completely agree. As an example, you know, I mean, for me, they they consistently release um, new events. Mm. They keep the community interested. They're consistently releasing free characters, all that sort of stuff. The only thing you really have to pay for is your cosmetics, and cosmetics aren't exactly going to affect your gameplay,
2: are they?
0: as as, sorry, as we talked about, Overwatch did everything right. Yeah, the marketing, the, everything, the build, the hype, everything's been. The beta, per- I, I yeah. played
2: the beta, sort of a bit interested, mm-hmm. and by the time I'd finished the beta, I'm like, well, I'm gonna have to pre-order now. Yeah, yeah. He came so. to he came, uh, Pete came to work. He's like, uh, click on whose link was it? The website that got launched. Oh, well, it character?
0: wasn't it wasn't a website was that got character. launched.
1: It was part of the it was part of um, Blizzard's actual uh, community chats.
0: No, there was a character who who got launched via a website. There was a link to oh, sombra, for fr- sombra? Sombra, yeah.
1: sombra, yeah, yeah. But that started that started by um, hacking and stuff like that. In, yeah, in, in um, the community. Yeah. yeah, right. Alternate
2: reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's brilliant. You games, know? On, Just, games on, games on, games. Yeah, so there's
3: many layers. Yeah, <laughs> but it's, it's
2: but what I like about them is their community response is really efficient, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're in the Reddit subreddit overwatch you know they posted there was a million subscribers a milestone and they posted a video that had all the voice actors and people important that that loop of feedback even people going oh nerf winston or whatever
3: or just get rid of Vincent's optional voice thing that says, "How embarrassing!" No, then I'll have Go nothing on, to do in it's... the game. Oh my god, that was you! That's,
2: that's yeah, pretty much. No. I have a bound to every button of movement, so every time I move, how embarrassing! Going... <laughs> me, I'm just call my husband. I like going around and teabagging his Hanzo, because you get the. Yeah. Suck it, suck uh, it. Uh. Um, Junkrat junk with dipstick is still probably the yeah, best. Yeah, it's pretty there. good, yeah. isn't it? It's
1: pretty good. Guys, we uh we unfortunately have to start wrapping things up because Dan and I have to get to a meeting. Um, <laughs>
0: that sounds Sam, way more exciting. Yeah. Well, not really. No. Responsibility.
1: I know responsibilities are terrible, but just really quickly. I mean, you know, like um we we Battlefront One um sold fourteen million units. Yeah. Okay.
2: Now, not including the DLC as well. Right. Which was the cost of the game.
1: Now, to me, I would consider that pretty bloody good, wouldn't
2: yeah. you? You know. Mm. No. I think the install base for the consoles is something like 30 million or something like that. So 50%, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good, yeah, yeah. I
1: think. Um, but it just it just goes to show for me that like Disney and EA both seem to be like real hard asses when it comes to what they expect from from a game. Yeah, their return on, in- on investment. Right, their return on investment. They have to be the best in the world. Yeah. You know, and I think I think that is going to be a real issue sort of moving forward. I, In sort of closing thoughts, I think that this hasn't stuffed up Battlefront 2, but I think if they look towards releasing a Battlefront 3, they've got a lot of work to do.
2: They did say it, almost all this was said about Battlefront 1, though, as well. Mm. The unlocks and things like that, and they've stepped back with that. You know what we should do? Just go back and play the original Battlefront 2. Yeah, yeah. those servers are up. They're running. I can't believe yeah. they're still going. I love it. <laughs> Fantastic, love it so isn't
1: it? Keep bringing them back. they something um, they did right. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, guys, really appreciate you hanging out for the podcast. It's been fantastic been getting awesome. your thoughts on this stuff. It really has. Uh, so thank you so much. Thanks it's for been having us. just great. Don't forget to the get to the fourth annual Perth Games Festival. It is free, um, and uh, you can check that out. We'll post the link on our Facebook page. Brett Cullen and Brooke Longville. What a pleasure. We've got to get you guys back again. Absolutely. Uh, Dan that'll do it for today's podcast that'll do it Uh, if you are listening uh, whether it be iTunes Android or Podcast One and also at andrewhoag.com for the live show thank you so much we appreciate your ears a big shout out to PLE Computers more details on that beast of a machine that we're going to be building over the course of uh, a few weeks coming up very soon if you're about to jump on a uh, flight Qantas International or Domestic you'll find us there in the podcast section and also Jetstar Domestic as well and don't forget to check us out at gameonaus.com the Facebook page, The Closed Groups and the Destiny 2 Clan on Bungie 2. Alright, that's it. Have a great weekend in gaming, and as we always say, Dan, don't forget to save and don't pay for loot boxes!
3: <laughs> and don't die. And don't
1: die. <laughs> don't <laughs> die. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, 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 wait. Before we finish up, uh, something a little extra here for you, because we're running a touch early because Dan and I had to take off to a meeting but I came back um, because halfway through uh, doing this podcast today, I got a really cool text message from one of the, the consistent... Um, contributors to the game on AUS community, Nick Holland, which you've heard us um, speak about quite often. He told me about their Destiny 2 prestige encounter um, which had them going until about 3 o'clock this morning. So, um, sit back. We've still got another 15 minutes to round out the hour and yeah, have a listen to the chat. Yo. How are you mate. Hey, man. Um, fuck. <laughs> Good start. <laughs> well, just realised in the Japanese plays... Uh, I said um, karaage instead of katsu. Oh, no. <laughs> Man, I'm gutted.
4: Especially, especially when you've got your heart set on a good katsu well, and I... you take a bite knowing that it's not.
1: <laughs> yeah. And look, don't get me wrong. I, I love a good karaage. I'm really partial to it. But um, when you're having it with rice, it just doesn't, it's not the same.
4: No, well, like I said, mate, and it, in, in your mind, you're thinking it's like that, that ad uh, where you like, uh, think he's, he's thinking it's ca- uh, and It's definitely not. Yeah, you exactly.
1: Know. So um, hi, everybody. This is a little bit random off the end of the podcast, but um, we got a bit of time to kill. And as I was doing the podcast, I got a Facebook message from one of our regular contributors, Nick, and he said, got the prestige raid done last night. Never fucking again. Obviously referring to Destiny 2. So I thought we'd just get him on for a quick chat. How are you, mate? Um, good. And I want to say better than you by the sounds, because that message sounded pretty rough. But at the same time, I mean, you've got to be pretty happy the fact that you actually got it done.
4: Oh, look, we are absolutely stoked we finally got it done. We've been going at this for a while. Uh, but the for a
1: while? Is- How long?
4: Yeah, the- well, I think we I think we kicked off at about nine thirty last night, and I pulled up stumps and went to bed at about three am. <laughs> so yeah, ah. it was it was full on. I'm, I'm struggling today. Put it that way.
1: It's a school night too, but you actually yeah. you actually got it done, right?
4: We got it done. So, it. We finally got it through.
1: Um, for those of you who have been following along, uh, I've only just recently acquired Destiny Two because I'm doing it on PC, whereas you've been playing it on PS4 for since it it actually launched on consoles, which was a lot longer ago than on PC, but, um, I had my first crack at destiny over the last sort of week and a bit, uh, with a few of the others and you've been coaching us through, which has been awesome. Thank you very much for that, man. Um,
4: it's been a pleasure watching you guys on the stream.
1: And, uh, we, we got, we've done the baths, we've done the dogs. Um, we knocked over the, um, we knocked over the the gauntlet, gauntlet. which I actually found surprisingly easy.
4: Yeah. The gauntlet I thought out of all three mechanics is by far the coolest. And, uh, in for a treat when you get to the prestige mode, let me tell you. Oh, okay, so
1: yeah. um, look, I you know, at the end of the day, I'm gonna say spoiler alert because fuck it, this is yes, a podcast, yes, and most people who listen to this have either played it already anyway or will probably end up going on Reddit or something else and seeing it. But, um, dude, take us through prestige mode. What were the changes and everything that you actually noticed from start to finish?
4: Well, uh, you kick it off, and, and initially, the, 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 the straightaway notices the bullet sponginess of the enemies has increased tenfold. I think off the top of my head, you had to be 265, uh, 260 on the normal. Um, this one suggests that your minimum light level 300. Oh, so wow. You straight, away, straight away, you're five points off the max cap, just sort of the Prestige Road. Mm-hmm. Um, same, same sort of encounters like you do in the, in the traditional one. You know, you start out in that open area. You've got to get those three flags, but uh, it spawns just so many more elite enemies. So we were running a, a two and four strategy um, in the normal mode, we had to run three and three just so that we could uh, defend and attack at the same time. Um, first one we went to, you, you jump straight in, you, you're into the, uh, the gauntlet. Um, and in the gauntlet, as opposed to uh, the normal mode where you could have one runner, um, this one it requires all six members to actually be a runner at some stage.
1: Oh, Jesus.
4: Um you know, traditionally, where you jump through the through the ring and then a sign appears. Well, this time two signs will appear: one of the normal ones and, and one of the psionic ones. So you've got you got to punch and then shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you get to the point where all team members run, there's only three orbs per uh, round, so you don't have that that security one, and uh, everyone has to get through. So oh, that wow. one uh, that one's pretty full on. There's a lot of communication involved in that, like with all ropes, but this one just takes it the next level. Um, we then went to the Royal Pools. So this time you have uh, the bathers have an aura that drops um, once you kill them. And if you touch that aura, then for every second you're in it, it drops five seconds of your protection. Oh, so you've wow. you've got to be really careful doing that. Yeah, yeah. Obviously their health goes up as well, so that's more full on. Um, and then just to really uh, give you more of it, once you go through the DPS phase, um, all all players get an individual uh, projection, and like similar to when you're doing the callous encounter of the the cup, the axes, the um, the dogs, and also the, the two uh, um, cabal, if you will. Mm-hmm. And all four players that have that projection have to run back to that plate um, and then start the encounter again. So traditionally, you know, you might have been on the right side or the left side. This time, you've actually got to know where all four spots are because you've got to go there and, and get rid of the buff and, and start the next far, far phase again. Oh, Christ. So, yep, again, even better. And then finally, you go to the dogs. And uh, the dogs was really, really good this time because you you have the added challenge of instead of six dogs you've got eight of them this time and they've all moved the uh, the routes as well. So awesome! You know, for the the two months that we've been doing the raid and knowing all the routes, this one's decided no, no. Instead of going left, it's going right. Instead of going up, it's going down. Oh wow! And um, I tell you, it's we've had some interesting encounters there because sometimes the lag and, and the issues that we've had have actually spawned the dogs inside the safe room. So. Oh you know, my
1: god. Yeah, out of the yeah. As well. yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I, uh, <laughs> there were a few times there during our process of the raid in just your, your normal mode where it's the game that's cocked us up um rather than themselves. but <clears throat> it is what it is and you just get on with it and get past it I guess.
4: Um Absolutely, yeah, and then and then last but not least once you uh, decide to go take on the big bad boss Callus at the end once you're in the shadow realm and you get through every individual um you know you, you call out the dog's axes sun cup etc one random person in the Shadow Realm will get transported back into the throne room and someone from the throne room gets transported back into the Shadow Realm. So wow. you've got that communication again. Were you on the left side? Were you on the right side? Were you in the middle? What were you doing? Uh, and then you've got to call out your symbols. And then again, someone gets teleported back in and so forth and so on.
1: So, Actually, it's more like, were you on the left side? Were you on the right side? What were you
4: doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I've been hit by another sign. I'm actually off the edge of the map. Sorry, Jesus guys. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah. Bloody hell, you guys yeah, got I it.
1: Tell us about the... Re- what about the rewards? Uh, yeah. Were the rewards <laughs> worth it?
4: No. Oh, okay. Look, well,
1: it's, it's kind it's of hard, fun. I guess, because you've got all three characters, all three... Um, yeah, all three Guardians up to, to 305, and they haven't raised the cap yet. So yeah. where do you go from there?
4: So the big reason for me wanting to do the prestige mode was um, to say, A, that we've done it, and also, B, you know, the completionist in me wanted to make sure that we had the emblem... But um, there's a step in the process to get the exotic shotgun called the Legend of Acreus that requires you to finish the Prestige mode. Mm-hmm. So, um, and but the thing about it is, you have the 305 gun before you do the Prestige mode. All it does is give you a, an exotic skin. So mm. it turns the, the shotgun into um, the Leviathan style uh, weapons. You know, the white with the gold and the purple. So that was a little bit disappointing in that phase. But look, I'll be honest. I'm not, you know, going to kick up a stink about it. Um, we also, I also managed to score a couple pieces of prestige raid armor, which is just pure uh, to the eye. You know, there's no, it's just aesthetic. There's no, uh, there's no over and above perks, which is you know, but you know what? to be expected, but I, it looks cool.
1: Can I just say? I mean, given the chat that we've just had on the podcast regarding EA and um, pay to win and all that sort of stuff, um, essentially that this everything that this sort of sounds like is that they're really taking you back to the essence of gaming, which is we're doing this because we want to be the best and we want to beat the absolutely. best. Absolutely. And, I yeah, mean, absolutely. at the end of the day, Christ, yes, we have a bit of fun, and that's what gaming's about too, but, I mean, isn't isn't really that what why we do this sort of stuff, why we play games, because we want to be challenged?
4: Yeah, absolutely. And I'll tell you what, as a as a raid mechanic challenge, even dating back, because I'm, I'm vanilla D1, um, this by far was the most, Communication-heavy, teamwork-heavy raid that we've that we've ever had to do over the five raids that have been in the Destiny universe. So, I think the sense of, of uh, accomplishment, without using the uh, the thing that EA dropped the other day, was probably at an all-time high. Just to sit back and go, "Yeah, bloody hell, boys, great job, and we've done that." So, that was uh, I think that was probably the more rewarding part out of all of it. And you
1: can show it off, like the raid armor and um, emblems and all that sort of stuff. It's it's nice to have that little bit of recognition in the open communities as well to be able to and, uh, <coughs> show off. That and and the, uh,
4: the funky little prestige aura that you get, like you do when you get the prestige nightfalls as well. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I, can, one... I can walk around the tower for a week and go, hey, look at me.
1: One final thing. Um, on. The uh, Curse of Osiris DLC is about to drop. Is there anything mm. that uh, you and your, your boys that usually play with looking forward to in particular?
4: Yeah, we uh, we I mean a couple of the, the guys that, that weren't doing the raid stayed up and watched the stream last night, and I think the concept of the uh, of, of the raid um, uh, layers is very interesting. You know, it's not the full raid, but then again, it brings out mechanics that we haven't seen yet. It also, from what they've been suggesting, is quite challenging, and it's um, it's looking very uh, wow-like with <clears throat> um, with the, with their their sort of dungeon raids. Um, and with so, just with that with raid layers. Like
1: like that, sorry, dude. Sorry to cut you off just quickly, but with raid oh, layers, and I, I want to get your opinion on this, because um, essentially raid layers are going to be, let's take the Leviathan raid. They're going to be additional mm. rooms added onto the the raid that we already know at this point, right? Mm. Right. So, do you think that is? Do you think it's a good substitute for what they did with the original Destiny, which was to just every DLC drop a brand new complete raid?
4: Well. See, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit torn about that because if you, if you cast your mind back to when we did D1, you know, the Dark Below came out. And, and let's be honest, that's a strike that if you knew what you're doing, you could solo it. It was basically, uh, sorry, a raid that you could, if you knew what you're doing, you could solo it. It was a glorified strike in a lot of the players' eyes. So when, when the whole new raid content was released, I think there was a little bit of trepidation about what that actually was. Mm-hmm. Um, for them to come out and say, look, you know, it's not, Prison of Elders, which no one really liked, let's be honest.
1: I oh, hated Prison um, of Elders. Compared
4: to... Oh, far out. Don't that's even ridiculous. Started, but that's another story for another day. Um, you know, for them to come out and say, look, this is what it is, and it's a lair-style thing, um, you know, it's not going to take you the three hours that some people suggest it takes with the raid, um, but it's going to be super challenging, and, and there's going to be reward at the end of it.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: You know, it's a new element that the game hasn't had. So it'll be interesting to see where it actually goes. Keeping it fresh. Cool, hmm. dude. Um,
1: well, that's. I think we'll just we'll leave it there. That is uh, a pretty bloody good summation of everything we were chasing. Appreciate your time as always.
4: Anytime, mate. Any time.
1: And uh, nice work with the latest um, story that you've put up at GameOnAS. dot com as well. The um, story about go- uh, gaming's golden age. I, mate, the I golden age. I couldn't agree more. We've had golden ages over time, but far out, we're living through one at the moment.
4: Well, like I said at the end, mate. How bloody good have we got it? Exactly.
1: All right, Nick, we will catch you across um, the Facebook page, the website, and across the closed groups as well, God Mode and Destiny 2 Clan. Appreciate your time as always, mate.
4: Good on you, mate.